this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Oh, sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, what's up, guys? It has been a while. There's been so much happening in the world, all for the greater good, hopefully. And as things are starting to open up, we bet you there are some people that are looking for houses. So we're diving into Selling Sunset Season 2, Episodes 5, 6, 7, and 8. I'm your host, Yasmin Tanred, with my beautiful co-host. Hi, guys. Haley J here. And it's been a while. Hopefully, you're with us with the first recap. And now we're here to finish it off and get into the juicy gossip just in time for season three, hopefully. Right? The final part of it. And season three is just around the corner. So we've got to finish this off before that starts. So we're obviously having to get into the top negotiations that we're exposed to between Jason and Mary, as well as Davina, and then getting into the supporting each other versus being against each other as agents. So we see a little bit of a tipple there between Amanda stepping up and then Heather. And of course, we can't go without drama if there's no Christine involved. So we've also got Mary and Romaine's wedding and the entire drama to the lead up and today is really really special because we have a special segment with a guest from the show. <laughs> we have Senior Vice President Brett Openheim joining us today so that will be our special segment. We'll get into the news and predictions but before we dive into all of that, Haley, what did you think overall about these last few episodes of the show? <sighs> Where do we start? There's obviously so much to cover. We're going to do the best we can in this time frame that we have. But I just think if you put competitive, attractive, driven women all under the same roof, you're going to get some drama. So I think we saw a lot of personalities develop in the second season versus the first season. I know we have a lot to talk about with Christine. I know we saw Chriselle step up. And then we saw even um, Davina wanting to kind of step out on or am I thinking Davina or who I'm confusing the names now who am I thinking the, of that Amanda that, stepping up for Heather um the one the, that wanted to sign with the property and then potentially go on her own if Davina yeah Davina, Davina Ezra uh, okay it's very easy to confuse if Brett didn't or you mean Maya no okay Davina where where she could have left on her own if they didn't agree to the selling number. Yeah, so we Jason, see a lot of right. personalities step up and I think you see the confidence growing as the seasons progress. What did you think? Absolutely. Obviously loving the real estate drama. Um, as it continues, we see some disgruntled clients in these last four episodes. We see them 
against each other, the agents even to just like get the better deal for their clients, which I really respect, you know, even though they all work together, they're still going to stand their ground for their clients, which really showcases how dedicated they are for like other people and not just for themselves. And I think, you know, it's really interesting to see how the friendship dynamic has really evolved and changed between Mary and Christine, um, which then the highlight of this entire show is the wedding itself. So I think it's really and on a beautiful note like that um well let's get let's first get into our first topic here about the tough negotiations that we see between mary and jason you know we touched upon that briefly in, in the last breakdown and here we really see how she's standing up for the fact that one of her clients wants 3.2 for the house but his client is only willing to spend 2.9 not only but <laughs> right oh, a mere a mere measly 2.9 million <laughs> Yeah, wasn't it interesting to see that dynamic between them two, though? Because, I mean, they've gone through so much. They've been together, and now they're in this professional setting. But they're like, you could feel, you could feel the tension in the office. Well, it's Would kind you of like money talks at the end of the day. So it is interesting where when you think of the group in general, they are representing the group as a whole. But, yeah, making commission, they're individuals, and it's their money at the end of the day. So... I was actually a little surprised that Jason had the tactics he did have where he came in at the same time as Mary with her client. I thought maybe he would have kept that separate because I don't know if the clients felt they had the full experience with that. So I, I wonder if their relationship is so evolved that she just assumes this is what he's going to do and they don't really hold too much of a grudge. It's just kind of their playful nature. But I think if I were Mary, I would have been a little annoyed with that. You know, I thought it was really fascinating to watch that scene because We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I felt like, wow, you're, you know, you're stepping up to your boss, essentially, but him as a boss as well, not, um, you know, overimposing or anything or being too, like, mean and saying, hey, no, you got to listen to me. Like, he knew that from a business perspective, she was doing the right thing for her clients. So I really think that that dynamic was so interesting. It was really fascinating to watch. And then how it panned out, panned out, it actually worked for the both of them at the end of the day because both clients were happy. And on top of that, she then asked him to be part of his her bridal yeah. party. <laughs> Wasn't that funny? <laughs> that, that, that was so funny. But I, I do think that you have this relationship between boss and employee, but when not only have you been romantic, but you're also friends, it's almost like once that line is crossed, it's really hard to go back to just professional I don't know. I don't know if I could just turn it on and off like that once we already knew each other on such a personal level. Yeah, I do highly admire the way that their relationship has evolved and that it still continues to be on such a professional and friendly way. Um, and now we're going to step aside from the friendly ways. It's still professional, though. Uh, Jason and Davina, with Davina's listing being super high and her even having to bring on another, well, show another agent the place who has a lot of like 
millionaire billionaire clients and even he estimated 50 million at max for this house where she's going for 75 million and he's like you know it's Jason says it's really embarrassing that it's still on the market and you've only had one showing and there's four more weeks to go. How do you think Davina is handling the situation? I admire her confidence in believing that she can get the asking price that she's going for. However, as it develops, you see that she's maybe not as confident as she should be. And I just think if I were her, I don't think I would take such a risk unless I had no doubt in my mind that it was going to work out in my favor because she's putting a lot on the line where it's her not only reputation personally but for the whole sake of the Oppenheim group so I don't think I would have made that same choice unless I absolutely knew it was going to work in my favor but we see her struggling. Well I'm definitely really excited to see how this pans out because we did get a little tidbit at the end so we can save that for predictions. Right. Um, but let's get into Brett and Maya because they're also handling business together. Fascinating to see again the development stages and how, you know, when I was watched, I watched this again <laughs> just as a refresh and I thought it was really interesting to hear. This has been in development for quite a while. All the permits, everything's been accepted and now it's just a matter of building it. And it's just buy after buy after buy building it. And um, it was fascinating to see their interaction how they dealt with clients as well what did you think about Brett dealing with clients in Maya and versus like Jason dealing with clients and other agents in the office well I will say being out on the field and seeing everything before it's really put together I admire their work ethic so much more when you see that because that's really telling of the kind of eye you need to have to see a property when it's basically just chunks of wood and to see the potential and to know the numbers to lay down so to see brett with maya out there on site it does make me feel like i can see their passion so i mm. i'm excited for maya and i it's fun to watch the drama with this show but it, it's a very interesting take as well to actually see the steps that the, these houses and the selling and really all that inner knowledge you do you need to know and i don't think that should be taken for granted it does take a lot of work Absolutely. I mean, I think there were a few articles that I was reading about how the differences changed changed from season one to season two, where there was more of a focus on real estate. And now there's definitely a bit of a shift more towards the drama that goes on. But I did love this scene because it really shifted the focus again back into real estate and, you know, certain words that we still don't really know outside of that world and also like how things need to be done prepared in order to be able to make a sell um so going Tune on in to, for the drama but we not, we do not, not a bad thing to learn along the way and that's initially why i tuned in i don't know about you but like i definitely you know love the whole just to learn about the properties out here and just to see what they are valued at as well because you know everybody looks towards hollywood and it's just yeah. like who lives in these houses how much do they go for <laughs> and a plan for the future yeah you're trying to scope out what Absolutely. you got your eye on <laughs> i mean london's expensive i will say that so i feel like i might have a better chance here maybe i'm dreaming up in the hills <laughs> i support the dream it's good to know <laughs> exactly gotta envision it um but speaking of selling you know you've got to land your clients and so Going into supporting each other versus being against each other. Amanda, she steps up and she helps out Heather, who we did touch upon as well last time that has a new boyfriend 
with kids that she's obviously trying to warm up to and be a good girlfriend and decides to not go to the showing and instead asks for help and she goes to the birthday party. So Amanda steps up, she's late, but what does she do? She tells the client why she's late and everything else that goes along with it. How, how did you feel about that? I felt really awkward about that. It was a little cringeworthy of a moment when Amanda first took Heather's place and already having so many personal responsibilities, I thought it was really, especially having the past history with Heather that wasn't so friendly, I thought it was a really good move on her part. But the moment she put that personal information out there, I think everyone unanimously was like, oh, because we just, that's professionalism, right? We don't tell our clients what goes on behind the scenes. We want to present ourselves as put together as possible. So I can understand why Heather would be upset about that. If you're going to say you're going to help me out, you help me out and you don't, you don't make excuses or throw me under the bus while you're at it. Yeah, but then she kind of throws her under the bus when they have that dinner at Jason's and she comes up or she comes forth with what had happened. And um, I I thought it was actually kind of, uh, I was surprised by the fact that Jason said, you know what, I will give her the benefit of the doubt this time. She is new in six months time. I will be tougher on her. At the end of the day, you know, she did choose to go to a birthday instead of showing up and also like I want to note that Christine probably could have gone but she was getting her nails done mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> I read I read this funny thing about her actually spending like a thousand on her hair and makeup every day <laughs> for the show yeah Please. um I know I know I'd be like, well I'm not surprised look at her she's always stunning she looks flawless she looks absolutely, she's, absolutely we'll flawless. That. she's always put together <laughs> yeah and when she came to that dinner oh my god do you remember that dress the feathery dress that she was wearing oh my god I I love feathers for some reason so yeah I mean it shows she looks expensive <laughs> she she looks expensive she has that expensive taste and uh, she's always very very well put together even though she will emit that drama on the exterior she looked so well put together um but you know I just I think it's interesting to see that dynamic as well because Christine she then told Amanda you know you have no need to apologize for being late um and then Amanda actually like doesn't charge at her but then does uh bring up about Mary's wedding um and about how she you know Christine shouldn't have actually been in that position to tell Davina about the whole wedding bachelorette aspect um I don't sometimes I get a little bit confused by Christine like I feel like she's nice but she's also like kind of creating drama I think that in her at her core she's a good person but I think she has fun with the drama I think she knows she's on camera I think she enjoys being the spotlight she wanted to be an actress and she pursued that journey so I think she's always had this this calling for Hollywood and the limelight. And as the show gets more successful, I do think that, you know, she's become one of the main characters of the show. And to me, it seems like she feels this is her mold and she kind of needs to fit that mold, whether it's always authentic or not. Sometimes I think the cameras can push us to do things we might not always do if they weren't there. Hmm. And it's interesting because in the end of the day, it is a reality show, but you never know, you know, like even even when we're in front of the camera we might be you know in one way versus off camera so you just never know with certain people right (laughs) how real is reality (laughs) 
it's true. It's true. I mean, even in reality, how real is reality? Okay, let's not get into that. Okay, but so speaking of obviously drama, there's been a lot of drama that I feel Mary has had to endure. Um, you know, we've seen in the first season, Chriselle enduring a lot of drama and trying to fit into the group. Now we have the addition of Amanda, who evidently we've learned is a longtime friend of the brothers and uh, Mary, and she's there like helping her with the fitting. She's the maid of honor, it seems, or one of the main girls um, in Mary's life. Um, so, we obviously see Christine getting a little bit upset and sidelined about that. If you were Christine, would you have dealt with things differently? Or do you think she is, you know, in the right to be a little bit defensive and what is termed to be bitchy in this form? It depends on the exact situation. I think Christine and Mary, as different as they were, they did both openly say we consider each other best friends in the first season. And I think that with Amanda kind of coming in and taking almost this body role presence in Mary's life, knowing Christine and knowing how much of a force she is and that she's not one to hold back. I think if you see what you considered your best friend ultimately being pulled away from you, you're going to get defensive. So I think that whether she would want to admit it may spark from jealousy and a little bit of pain, maybe even betrayal that she feels like she doesn't have Mary in her life that way. I think it comes off, unfortunately, as anger and defensiveness. It's definitely been an accumulation of events to, I think, lead to that behavior. So there's a certain element where I can sympathize and empathize because, of course, she, like, you know, for one, they just um, have, have, have been having their differences when it comes to dealing with the wedding. And then, two, um, you know, Mary having then, you know, she needed to deal with the Davina thing herself. I don't feel like Christine was in the right to have told Davina. That's definitely nothing that she should have brought up. Um, but at, at the same time, and I'm not sure if she knew this at the time, but Mary had brought up about Christine meeting her now husband uh, through, you know, business, basically, mm -hmm. when that might be untrue we're still not sure what the truth is there so I think there's a bunch of things that have made her kind of re reactive rather than responsive in in this situation it seems like they just really need to sit down and have a simple conversation but the ego has to be put aside right both parties can't have an ego it just has to be ultimately figuring out if they want to save their relationship and if it's worth it to them I mean I definitely think like, you know, I had this showing, for instance, when all, all of them were there and just too much was going on with Davina's like listing. And then Mary, of course, she's having a meltdown because she's having to arrange her wedding. And there's just so much that has also gone wrong in that process. But then for Christine to also just be like, no, remember, I thought that was just a moment that was a little bit too much. That, that yeah. would have pushed my buttons as well. I would have also needed, needed a really long hug if I was Mary in that position. Yeah. Well, I think Christine should understand that even if you're fighting with someone, Mary was undoubtedly under a lot of pressure. So I was surprised to see that Christine didn't have any sympathy in that situation. And again, with the cameras, I do feel she enjoys kind of taking those moments to poke fun because it makes her good TV. It really does. 
Yeah, and uh, what else made for good TV is that we got to see a fun little bachelorette. <laughs> yes. That was really fun. I love to see their little games. We got to know them a little bit more as well with the questions. And it, it was just really nice to see them like bond just outside of the office, not just over lunch or something, but like having a bit of fun, I felt. Yeah. Yeah. And then ultimately yeah. the wedding. Come yeah. on. Like, oh my God. Okay. So I nearly forgot about this. Mary did a showing on the day of her wedding. If that doesn't say hustle, I don't know what does. On, but then I felt bad because I almost wish that Mary could have said, no, this is my day, but you have to respect the hustle. And being that the property was technically, you know, not a normal venue, it was a property for sale. You got to do what you got to do. But on my wedding day, all I'm going to say is I fully want to start the day only thinking about my personal things for that day and with my family and my future husband I don't want to be worried about work but you know you got to give it to her that's why she's the favorite right <laughs> maybe that's why yeah because she will get anything done no matter when where even on her wedding day I was highly impressed by that and when she said well if I can make a sale on my wedding day that's just like another bonus I thought oh my god if you do you go woman like seriously that's just female empowerment right there and she really did it I could I couldn't believe she did it that was amazing that was so impressive and how gorgeous was she and Romaine and we got oh, yeah. to see their family and we got to see you know I mean <laughs> we also got to see little Zelda and Nico the little dogs like coming up with the rings I thought that was the cutest thing and Nicole officiating the wedding that was it so was cool beautiful. And to put the cherry on top, we've just seen Mary go through so much that to see her have the day she was hoping to have and get that sale, which I'm so happy it went in that direction for her. I think we were all as viewers really excited to see that for her. Absolutely. Everything came together so well in the end, given circumstances. So we obviously have to end it on a really great note. And they really did it so well. I feel like production in every way the way that they captured the entirety of it including like I don't know if you noticed these but like the donut cakes I thought that was so cool like that's so American there that's what I'm saying on mine yes. my eye was on that cake can't go wrong and didn't you think it was so cute Jason was crying that was very sweet especially because we don't see that side I really did appreciate that sentiment from him yeah so I definitely think in this in the, especially in these last few episodes that we saw more emotions and we saw them coming together in different ways and getting to know them more, as well as some real estate, of course. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, we're going to get into some news before we have our special guest. So, Haley, you had some news that you wanted to share with us. I do. So on the topic of Christine and what's real, what's fake, Christine actually shares in an article that she is actually not as B-I-T-C-H as she might come off on the show, but that they're filming and they only use 30 minutes of what they want for cameras. So she acknowledges that she understands how she can be portrayed that way, but that there's more than we see, which I can believe I'll give it to her. But if you guys want to check out this article, she also gives a little behind the scenes details as far as her as Chriselle's relationship goes and who's blocking who on Instagram. And you're going to want to check it out. Okay, yeah, well, I mean, it's definitely fascinating to get to know her and, you know, hear different sides of her. So 
I don't, I'd be curious to, if I ever get to meet her, <laughs> know what she's like, because she's got a very fascinating character, that's for sure. And I think each and every one of them on the show as a group together, of course, you know, they've been working together as a group before this entire show. So, um, you know, I'm sure there's like, there's a lot more to what we see. So with that being said, we should get our special guest, Senior Vice President Brett Oppenheim on. <laughs> Yeah. who of course you know um we don't really get to see as much of him I would say uh on the show in in totality let's say in comparison to others um so it'd be good to get to know him a little bit and that's why yeah. Haley and I we have prepared a few questions yeah. for him <laughs> what did you think of um well just before he does come on what do you think of Brett <laughs> He wasn't. To be a really nice guy, to be honest, we it, the show does seem heavily focused on the females, so I was excited to have him on the show now with us, where we can really talk to him about what it's like to have one day you're working in a normal job and doing your thing in LA, and the next day it's on Netflix. So a very interesting and quick transition. Yeah, I must say uh, before we do have him on there that it was fascinating to read that you know, they, they've been around for a while on Sunset. And so they've had the Oppenheim group and they had this like big billboard on Sunset Boulevard. And it was the same producer, executive producer of The Hills who had seen this billboard and was just like, who are these two brothers surrounded by these models, models working in real mean? estate? <laughs> like, we got to make a reality show. All the ingredients, right? To the <laughs> you got exactly. You're putting yep. the entire sauce together and making something extra juicy and yummy. <laughs> and we love it. <laughs> and we love it and we cannot wait for season three, which, you know, I feel like we should make a few predictions as well before he does come on. Um, you know, we saw some really dramatic endings there. And so I'm kind of hoping that Christine and uh, Mary will become better friends and um, you know that uh, it was a bit tough watching Chrishell because we see that she's or you know in the public we we have come to know that she's going through divorce Um, but what kind of predictions would you have? I know um, I'll make this quick. We're down to our last 15 minutes and I know we want to talk to Brett, but I do hope same for yeah, you. Yeah, we're waiting we for him wherever he is. <laughs> I do hope that we see the girls as much as we love the drama. I would love to see Mary and Chriselle make up, but oh, looks like we got Brett oh, here. Hi. Hey, Brett. Can you hear Hi, us? ladies. Hi, Yasmin. Hi, Haley. Thank you for joining us. We're excited to talk to you about the show. Yeah, thank I you am so much. all yours. My pleasure. Well, we can see your beautiful apartment as you've seen in one of the first few episodes of the season so thank you for showing that yeah well it's where i live so i don't have much of a choice well we want to get right into it how did you feel about season two versus season one i thought season two was better um i thought it was more entertaining from a viewer's perspective but also just personally it was easier. Like we just kind of forgot the cameras were there. So it was just much easier for everybody. Season one was a little bit stressful because you're not used to that. But season two, we were just like, whatever. And speaking of getting used to now a camera crew following your every move, what was it like when you saw yourself back on TV? Did anything stand out to you that you're like, wait, this is how I come across? Um, 
I was trying to figure out like what level of hair I should have. That was, that was my main, that was my main concern. Should I trim? Should I, no, I mean, I guess it's weird, but I, I don't know. I was pretty comfortable with it, with seeing myself on TV. I mean, it's just me being me. So there wasn't any major surprises. Right. Yeah. I must say you've trimmed very well for today. I'm seeing a yes, slight thank different you. look I, back. I, I went with the, I went with the tight trim today. Oh, there, there yeah. you go. There you go. <laughs> You two, well, you and your brother are definitely quite the mystery men on the show that a lot of people want to get to know. And so what's something that might be a little bit surprising to us about the dynamic between you two or things that are not really seen in the show, like behind the scenes for the audience? Uh, I mean, most of our lives, I would say, are not on the show because the show is only eight hours a season. But as far as my brother and I, hmm, we argue more in off the show than on the show. And I, actually, we argue on camera too. I just haven't seen it so much on the show, which is probably a good thing because we argue a decent amount. I mean, I love the guy like crazy. But I think all brothers probably, especially twin brothers, especially stubborn, competitive twin brothers, um, argue a lot. So there's a lot of that that you guys miss. But that's probably and a good thing. working in like, the same industry. Yeah, that's it. Well, I think my parents hate... are probably happy that, that you don't see that on camera. Right. <laughs> and so well, I Haley, have... you Go sorry, ahead. I was just gonna say you your dad is a twin as well. So I'm yes. sure you and I'm I am I'm used to the bickering nonstop and of course right? they both don't realize how similar they are, which is the best part of it. <laughs> you ask them how much they argued growing up too. I'm sure it was a lot. Oh. They still argue right now? <laughs> yes, they do. Okay, well there you go. I think it's a I think it's a brother thing. So. Yeah, yeah. It's unavoidable. Yeah. So this is your actual real life. A lot of times you see reality TV shows kind of constructed and they they pick the cast, but this was already your group. This was already your job, your reality. Did you have any reservations that maybe bringing it to Netflix could cause your real life to deteriorate and affect the business? You know, the first couple of so. We actually had a, we, we were approached by a couple of producers that wanted to do a reality show. And we said no. And even when Adam came the first time, we were very hesitant. Mm. But he was persistent and he had done The Hills, which was a really good show. And uh, so we said, all right, you know, that's cool. Let, let's, let's, let's give it a shot. And I have to say, so yes, to answer your question, there was reservations. But looking back, when we got Netflix, I was really, I think we were all really happy. Uh, I think that's, it's hard to beat that as far as a, a platform. So um, I, it's impossible to beat that. So we were happy with that. Um, and I gotta say, after a couple seasons in right now, I'm happy we did it. You know, I, I think it's it's nice to be able to entertain people. And I think it's a fair portrayal of, of uh, you know, our lives. So I like, I like the fact that we decided to go for it. I love that you just said that. Like you love to entertain people and you're definitely the joker on the show. I will say that. <laughs> yeah, little, well, like, I, I joke a lot set. in real life too, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that comes through a little bit because that's pretty much all I do. In real life. Well, with, with all that female energy, I feel like someone's got to be there to kind of break the ice, break it up a little bit. Well, there, there's, some, there's some pretty funny uh, people in the office. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I definitely like to get my, my quips in when I can. <laughs> well, that definitely shines through. And we can tell as a group, you know, you all still work together so, so well. And so touching upon work in this time of like weirdness, quarantine, how has business been? And uh, have you been able to see each other at all? It's been weird times. Um, 
business was dead for a while. Uh, there was a couple months there where it was really dead, but it's really picked up in the last month. Um, actually, it's picked up with a vengeance in the last few weeks. So, um, so that's good. As far as seeing each other, well, my brother and I hang out all the time. Um, some of the women I see a lot and others are like doing their things with their, um, you know, men or, or um, babies. I don't know, kind of, just, kind of just doing it, yeah, babies, whatever it might be. So it's, it's a little bit difficult, especially with quarantine. But I see, uh, I see a lot of, of some of the people and not so much of others during this weird time. Well, that's good. At least, you know, you can still see each other somehow and head on over to the office and some things, like at least now things are happening again. So we're noticing. Yeah, things are picking up and, we, and we're always on group yeah. text and we're always, like, we're going to go hang out with, um, with Heather and Tark this weekend. We're, we're always doing group stuff, but, it, you know, as in everyone's life, these last few months have been just weird to say the least. So, you know, I'm just glad that things are in LA at least picking up, getting back to normal. Did you well, have any conversations with everyone about just, you know, relax, we'll get through this? Was anyone especially nervous around this time when it comes to finances? Uh, finances, I don't, I think we were all really fortunate enough to be able to get through this period. But as far as the level of concern for um, themselves or, or family members, it varied, as I think it varied across humanity. Some people were more concerned, some people were less concerned, some people had elderly parents that were um, not healthy and so, you know, certain people took it a little bit more difficult with, with much more difficulty than others, but we all pulled through it and we were all there for each other on the phone a lot. And, um, you know, just like, I think any other group of friends, it's just, a, you just gotta be there for each other, but not as much in person. I love that. I love that you guys are so tight as a group and, you know, as, as colleagues as well. And that's really great. It's great to see that on TV as well, because I think often enough, you know, when you get into a professional sphere, you just kind of feel like life has to be separate, but sometimes it doesn't, and it makes it feel like more of a family aspect too. Yeah, I think we have a, a bit of an odd situation, but it, it works. I prefer it. You know, I don't like, I, I used to be an attorney and I, you know, walk in and it's very corporate and it's very bureaucratic and it's very kind of stodgy. And I don't know, I just wasn't really that into the, that, the work dynamic. I didn't really enjoy going to work. Um, you know, everyone's in their closed offices and all that. I mean, you know, it's corporate America and, uh, that's not what we have. And that's for a reason. And it, it's awesome. I'm not saying it would work for everybody, but it works for us. And it shows and clearly going on to the success of season three. So you have to tell us what can we expect to see? Um, I don't want to tell you anything that's <laughs> not in the trailer because I don't want to but I've, I've lots in the trailer. Like, I mean, it, it gets you some ideas, but truth be told, I actually haven't seen season three. I mean, mm -hmm. I filmed it. So I remember a little bit there. <laughs> about what happened. I was there, but um, I, usually I've, usually I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. I actually haven't seen this one yet. So there's only so much I can tell you, but from what I hear and having <laughs> been there when we filmed it, I think season two was better than season one. I think season three is better than season two. So I think we're heading in the right direction. I think people are going to really, Really enjoy okay. it. Well, we're definitely I know that was kind of a non-answer, but what, what can I do? <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> we'll take it. But you know what? It was a very political we, answer. It was. But what we will take is you might not be able to share so much of the future, but maybe you can tell us a little bit about the past because your family has been in real estate for generations. And was it your great grandfather that had a really interesting lot here in Hollywood? My great great grandfather. Um, 
He had a, like an eight acre parcel on the great, corner great of Hollywood and Vine. Yeah, it was back in the day. Um, and that's where the first, I, I guess you're asking me like what the story is behind that. Yeah. Uh, Give us a little tidbit, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's a cool story. Um, yeah, so my great, great grandfather on my mother's side moved to LA in uh, the late 19th century, bought a piece of land on, on the corner of Hollywood and Vine, which is a now famous intersection. And, and he was really uh, integral in, in, in setting that part of Hollywood up as the foundation for the movie industry. So the first movie ever made was in his barn. He rented it out to Lasky and Goldwyn and a bunch of, you know, of the old school Hollywood peeps. And they made the first movie ever in the barn. So now it's a, um, it was the headquarters of Paramount. So now that barn is a national landmark and, and considered to be the, the uh, kind of the home of the, or the beginning of the uh, movie industry. So that's kind of cool. They also built the first hotel in Hollywood. So yeah, my family is very old school in Hollywood and played a big role in the development of Hollywood into like the, what it is today as far as the entertainment capital of the world. So that's, it's a cool lineage. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Thanks. Like, you know, I, I feel like, I don't know what it is, but like in London, we have so much history. So we always know like what happened where, whereas here in LA, I feel like you got to know the people. It's like, it's more of a secret rather than yeah, having America it out there on really, display. We don't really have a history like you guys do. We're very young and LA is really young. It was one of the last, you know, everything moved West. So um, our history, what, what we call history is like 150 years old. I mean, that's like uh, most buildings in your in in London are I don't so, know, a lot older than that. So, so your great great grandfather was part of the uh, making of LA. So that's really cool. Yeah. You know? I mean, thanks to yeah, your great great yeah. grandfather, and and look where you are today. And we get to discuss your show. So that's really exciting. Humble brag. <laughs> yeah, I guess it, I guess it came full circle. Now now that I'm on TV, now that I think about it, um, I guess we're kind of an entertainment family in that sense, but uh, yeah, it, it's definitely a cool lineage. We have it up on our website um, and not too many people know about it, but the barn is sitting there. And I, I had actually driven by it for years without knowing what it was until my mom told me. Just a, a landmark on the side of Highland. It's just something you could drive by forever, but now that I know what it is, I pop in every once in a while. It's cool because they get excited and I get to check it all out. Well, that is really cool. We do have one more question, which I feel like Haley, you should ask this. It's part of our, um, from our special segment about the, uh, you know, cast member switch. <laughs> about? If Brett were to <laughs> be a, a cast member, who would he switch with for a, for a day? <laughs> Sorry, you threw me off with that one. So she asked the question, if you could be anyone from your mm. very uh, exciting cast, who would you want to be? Uh, it certainly wouldn't be my brother because that's pretty much being me. So that wouldn't right. be exciting. Um, definitely be one of the women. All of them have pretty cool lives. But if it was going to be for a day, I'd have to probably go with Christine. Because she <laughs> seems to have like the craziest. I mean, I'm sure she has a lot of boring days. But if, if I got her on one of her good days, that would be really fun. Wonderful. I, would, I would take the risk and, and go with Christine just, just on the chance it would be one of her fun days. On a day you get to wear the feather dress. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Well, I wasn't quite going there, but yeah, I suppose, I suppose why not. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Because I think both of us, we said Christine as well. And I don't think right? she has any I think anybody days. who's seen the show has to go with Christine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, go big. And it's your one day. Go, Let's go big or go home. It's exactly right. You yeah. got one day. Yeah. <laughs> well, before we go off, um, is there anything that you can share with with us that's really exciting coming up in your life in the future have some good summer travel plans if we're allowed to travel to europe which 
I don't know. So I'm fingers crossed on that one. Um, You'll and, have and to just, celebrate just, the next season. <laughs> I have to. I, I have to plug season three because it comes out August seventh, which is really soon. So I'm definitely. We're all excited about that. That's in like six weeks. So yeah, I'm pumped for that. Um, yeah, and then we'll just see what what the what Europe lets us do because if if they let us get out, we're, I think we're all going to head to uh, Mykonos and have an awesome time. So I'm looking forward to that. That'll be really exciting. Well, that Hopefully would be really really fun. That happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's make let, let's let's hope the European governments are watching this and right. they want to see. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us here today. It's been such a pleasure to get to know you. I'm sure a lot of the fans have been really excited to see you and listen to you as well in your journey. Um, so, how can everybody find you on Instagram? What's your Instagram handle? Um, Brett Oppenheim. So just my name. So feel free to check me out on Instagram. I can't say that I'm like the greatest Instagram poster of all time, <laughs> if I'm being honest, but whatever, I, I do my best. Um, but uh, to the two of you, I, I appreciate your interest in the show and thanks a lot for having me. And, thanks and so I much for what you guys Thank do. You. Anyway. Congratulations Thank you. again. Yeah, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. We'll do it again for season what? three. Yay. Oh, yay. Thank you. <laughs> well, we're all going to head out. Haley, how can everybody find you on social media? You guys can find me Instagram and Twitter at HeyJ, that's H-A-Y-J underscore. Okay, and you can find me at Yasmin Tanres. And so, yes, stay tuned for August 7th, season Ooh. three coming out, Selling Sunset, very excited. And thank you so much for joining us here today. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, Bye, ladies. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.